the power of humility. This week I was walking through campus in the Union and I was going by the office of one of the administrators and I thought to myself, I don't know this person, but I would like to know who they are. And so I went over and I knocked on the door. Actually, I didn't knock on the door. All those, they have like, ring the bell. And so I was like, bing, you know. And uh, she ends up coming out. And they, actually they went and got her and she comes out and she's like, Father Matt, come on in. And so she invited me into her office and I'm like, this is, this is someone who's really busy. But she stopped what she was doing and she made space in her schedule. She said, here, grab a seat. And we chatted for a little bit, and then she says, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything you want to bring to me? And I was, usually I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, and then I'm like, well, actually, now that you mention it. And, and, and I brought a couple, a couple things that have been on my mind with the university over the last few years. And, and she said, let me, let me get a, a pen. And she starts writing stuff down, and she's like, thank you for telling me all this. And, and I left feeling so respected and honored that this woman who had made space for me and her schedule helped me to feel listened to. And, and so I, I walk away from that. I've been, I've been kind of telling some people this week, and I just feel so much respect and gratitude for this woman who was humble enough just to listen to me. The book of Sirach today says, conduct your affairs with humility, and you will be loved more than a giver of gifts. And so I want to use a definition of humility today. You can define it in different ways, but I'm going to say today is to make space for another. And I think this is especially important at the beginning of a, a new school year when we're meeting new people, you know, especially all the new students, but even for upperclassmen, we're meeting new people. And, and there's, it takes a kind of a conscious choice to do that. It takes a courage and a humility to, to say, I think my life would be enriched by knowing this person. Because we're so, I mean, we all know how it is, right? Especially coming from high school or um, other things that, that, that you know when, when people have their little cliques, their niches, and they're not really open to me. Usually we feel it on the other side, right? Like, I go to this place and nobody welcomes me. Nobody says hello. And so it actually takes a charity, it takes courage, it takes humility just to reach out and be like, hi, my name's Father Matt, you know, like, who are you? Tell me about yourself. And, and, and what I found is we all want that, especially me as an introvert. No, nobody believes that I'm an introvert, but I am. <laughs> Introverts are so grateful when someone comes up and says hi. They're like, thank you, you know, like, <laughs> um, Right? It's so, it's so, help. it's an act of charity to put yourself out there. And, and I think it's, it's, it's worth it. I mean, yeah, I don't need to paint the picture more than that. I think we all get how it's so easy to get into our own world. And we, we see it around other people, but even we do it. And, and the choice it is to say, it's humility to open myself up and say, who are you? This, God thought the world was a better place with you, so maybe my life will be a better place with you in it. Let me just say hi and see where that goes. Because you and I were made for relationship. And it takes humility to have any friendship, but especially new ones. So I, I saw this too. It was kind of fun. Maybe you went over there on Friday afternoon. They had a club fair. And 
what I like about the club fair is it's kind of like a mutual openness that um, people want to get involved and the clubs are happy to have them join. You know, I'm walking down the hallway and they're like, hey, come join our club. And I was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I don't know if they thought I was a graduate student, you know, or what, but... So I'm in several new clubs that I'll just tell you about that, um... These, some, of, some of the ones that stand out, I'm not in all these, but I'll just tell you. There's, there's the paintball club, which just sounds cool. Um, the sand volleyball club, which you do as much as you can in Flagstaff, but, um... There's the Disney club, and the, the one I've never seen before, but I respect, is the Taylor Swift Society. <laughs> Why, why do we have all those things? It's because it's you and I, we're, we're made for relationship. We're made for communion. And, and, but we have to choose to put ourselves out there. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Every, I mean, yeah. And so that's what I want for you, but it takes a, a conscious effort. You also have to have humility to learn. You, you ever be around somebody and you're like trying to tell them something? Parents kind of experience this a lot. And then the person says, I know, I know, I know. And, and you're like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm, clearly you don't know, but you don't want to listen. <laughs> and so even to come here, you, you have to have a humility, an awareness that I, I don't know everything. Uh, we, were, we were hiking the lava cave yesterday, and I was in the tunnel, and some of the freshmen were there. And I'm like, oh, what are you studying? And oh, geology. I'm like, oh, so like this cave, like with these rocks, can, you know, tell me about it. And I'm like, Father Matt, I haven't taken any classes yet. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, good point. You know, like, but we have to first acknowledge that we don't know things, that maybe I don't fully understand things, that maybe I can learn greater truth to then be, to choose to be open to actually receive truth. Which is, an education is about knowledge, but hopefully some wisdom. Our faith is about Christ who is the way, the truth, and the life. The truth. That God is the source of wisdom. And how he wants to bless us in that way this year as well. And so Jesus, in our gospel today, he talks about this humility, this openness. That he says to his disciples, he says to these Pharisees, that when you go to a wedding banquet, like, humble yourself. And, and actually, don't invite your friends. Invite the poor. Invite the crippled, invite the lame, invite the blind, invite, invite those who might seem like outsiders. You know, the people you wouldn't invite at first. Um, people, people that maybe are from a different culture or a different worldview or that person who's socially awkward, um, be open to them. I, I threw that in there because I want you to be open to me, by the way. Um, <laughs> But I think that's like the new like outcast, right? The person who's not great socially. Maybe they just whatever. They're just a little awkward or on the spectrum. I don't know what. But and and we can just feel like I just we're just going to focus over here. But yet we all know what it's like to be on the outside, and it hurts. And Jesus comes and he says, "My heart is for all of you, especially you who feel like you're on the outside." That Jesus opens up his arms on the cross and says, I have space in my heart for every one of you. Especially you who feel not good enough. Who feel like you don't have enough faith. That maybe the poor, the poverty that we experience is just like, I don't have what I want. And I feel like I'm depraved when I compare myself to other people. 
I feel like God hasn't blessed me. Or I feel weak and broken and lame. Like, like I, can't, I can't run. I'm not as smart as other people. I can't, I'm not as social as other people. I don't make friends as easily. I'm not as outgoing as other people. That, that somehow I'm lacking. And Jesus says, you who feel like you're lacking, I want you all the more. That I have space in my heart. That Jesus leaves the security of heaven, you could say, to come be with us who feel like outsiders. So that he can invite us into his communion in love. That he might show us our identity as his sons and daughters. He might reveal his purpose for us. And so that's an invitation for us. And what's beautiful about God is this is a new day. That it doesn't matter what this last chapter of our lives was like. Maybe, maybe this summer was really hard for us. Maybe it was great. But maybe it was really hard. Maybe, maybe we didn't go to church as much as we could have. Maybe we didn't pray as much as we were hoping to. Maybe, maybe we made some choices recently that weren't the best for us. And Jesus says, that's okay. Come to me. Come to my banquet. Let me offer you my forgiveness, my healing. And what I propose, what Jesus says, is that that relationship is the ultimate relationship that we're made for. It's the communion that fulfills our hearts. And so maybe an invitation for you, wherever you've been, the Father Matt invitation is that for the next four weeks, come to Sunday Mass. Make some space for God. Allow him in. Tell him where we're at. Allow him to love us wherever we're at. And see what happens. That perhaps maybe it will lead to greater peace, greater fulfillment. That maybe that relationship will actually give us the joy and peace that, that nothing else can. But last little story. A couple of years ago, there was a, a new student here. And she came to Mass, and she looked at the regist- little registration card, and, and she's like, oh, there's intramural sports. And she's like, maybe, maybe I'll be involved or something. I, I invite all the students to be involved. She's like, I'll, I'll do intramural sports. So she came and got involved in intramural sports, and then she met some people, and they invited her to some other stuff. And she's like, okay, you know, I'm open. So she made some space for these new friendships, and she, she made some space for God, and and continuing to come to Mass. And, and she found herself, like, happier. And then when it came time to apply to be interns, she said, I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll make some space for that in my life. And she applied to become an intern. And, and then she was, she was actually really good. And she became our head intern. And eventually she graduated. And along the way, she was open and, and met this young man who, that she en- ended up becoming her husband. And her husband got a job in Phoenix. She moved to Phoenix. She applied for a job, and within a year, she had gotten two promotions. And, and she, in talking to her, she's like, over, she's like, I can't believe my life has been so blessed. Like, in fact, she actually works for the diocese now where she's like around like the bishop and all these other holy people all the time, and she's, she's, she's like building relationships with donors and, and 
like, she's like, I'm talking to these multimillionaires, like, who am I? And I said, and when I talked to her, I was like, you're a person with humility. You're a person who said, this is, this is where I'm at, but I'm going to give God a chance. I'm going to give this person a chance. I said, when you give people a chance, no matter how little or how much money they have, everybody wants to be accepted and respected for who they are. That everybody's looking for relationship. And when you live your life in that way, with this incredible humility, especially with that openness and relationship with God, you're going to be happier and happier. And so at the beginning of this new school year, that's the invitation. As I propose to you, that there's power in humility. That when I come to God recognizing that, God, I don't have it all figured out. That, that sometimes I feel pretty broken and weak. That, that that's precisely the moment where God can pour some healing, some love into us. That we discover his power that only comes to us when you and I are his sons and daughters, people of humility.